This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Disc golf is becoming more and more popular. We'll talk with uh, one of the organizers in St. Louis, uh, not just that area, but across the state, how the sport is booming. The State Historical Society is marking its 125th anniversary. We'll hear from them. New preliminary guidelines are out to get checked for breast cancer. With Dr. Amy Patel of the Breast Care Center at Liberty Hospital near Kansas City. Tell me about what the previous guidelines were, and then we'll talk about what the new ones look like. Absolutely. So previously, the United States Preventive Services Task Force recommended screening mammograms every other year beginning at age 50. And now the USPSTF has issued draft guidelines, meaning there is still time for the public to comment until June 6th. But these draft recommendations now recommend screening mammograms to be performed every other year starting at age 40. So they did lower the age to 40, which is commensurate to multiple subspecialty groups, but they are still recommending screening mammography every other year, which differs from multiple uh, subspecialty groups who recommend annual screening mammography beginning at age 40 in average risk women. What about those who are at higher risk of breast cancer? Um, would would this apply every other year then, or would it be something where people would need to get them still every year? So that is one of the uh, issues that many of us in the breast imaging community uh, have, you know, addre- are addressing. So the USPSDF, they, these draft recommendations are focused on screening guidelines that are, so to speak, lumped together. They did not address above-average-risk patients. Now, the American College of Radiology recommends that all women, any woman of any color, is risk-assessed for breast cancer by age 25. And if you're deemed high-risk, we recommend annual screening breast MRI from the ages of 25 to 29, and once you turn 30, annual screening mammography alternating every six months with supplemental screening in the form of breast MRI. So that was not addressed in that. Other things that weren't addressed were breast density. So we know that breast density is a risk factor uh, for breast cancer and that some women may want supplemental screening in addition to mammography because we know dense breasts has a tendency to obscure breast cancers on mammography that can be revealed on supplemental tools such as MRI or ultrasound. So that wasn't addressed either. If you do want to get a mammogram each year, even though that's not what these draft guidelines show at this time, um, will that be covered by insurance then? So luckily in the state of Missouri, we have coverage for annual screening mammography uh, beginning at age 40 uh, in average risk women. And we have this because we were able to pass legislation in Missouri, particularly in 2018. Uh, So that's wonderful. Um, And also, I would say that, you know, most people, even with these USPSTF guidelines, still recommending mammography every other year, uh, most will be covered. Uh, So that is still wonderful. We have other federal legislation that continues to uh, uphold annual screening mammography coverage requirements, uh, and that is through the PALS Act. So that is wonderful, too. 
Uh, so we, you know, we have ways around it, uh, but we want to make sure that the USPSTF is on the same page as other subspecialty groups because there is still so much confusion amongst the public, even amongst uh, primary care providers about what screening guidelines to recommend to women. So we really all need to get on the same page and recommend annual screening mammography in average-risk women uh, beginning at age 40. And average-risk means that, you know, uh, you have less than a 20% lifetime percent risk of breast cancer. Uh, by strict definition, it's actually 1 to 14%. Uh, 15 to 19% is inter- intermediate risk. But we want to make sure that these women uh, are getting screened annually, beginning at age 40. I'm curious, do you happen to know how Missouri's breast cancer rate compares to the rest of the nation? So, you know... We are still trying to make some great headway. Uh, We particularly are struggling when it comes to women of color in the state of Missouri. So we know that the incidence of breast cancer, for example, uh, is lower in black women compared to white women in general. But we know that black women are 40% more likely to die of breast cancer than white women. And in the state of Missouri, that's even higher. We're above national average. So, you know, we still have a lot of work to do, but the good news is that we have been able to pass some really critical pieces of breast imaging legislation, one that we were just uh, able to pass waiting for the governor's signature. Uh, That could be tremendous when it comes to uh, saving more lives of all Missouri women. What if a person is born a woman and has a gender transition or a person is born a man and has a gender transition? How do they go about these guidelines? Sure. So, you know, that's another piece specifically when it comes to the task force guidelines. This really wasn't uh, addressed. But the American College of Radiology and Society of Breast Imaging, uh, you know, have made it very clear uh, that, you know, factors such as as sex assigned at birth, hormone use, and surgical histories, they really transgender people at an increased risk for breast cancer. So we have to be cognizant of that. And biological females that transition to male who do not undergo a mastectomy, they remain at their previous risk for breast cancer and they should be screened as such. So that's really important to remember. And then specifically, you know, males who are transitioning to female uh, that are having um, exogenous hormonal exposure such as estrogen, you know, there's still uh, research being conducted on that, and that does vary uh, across practice types. Uh, but, you know, I would say that more and more uh, practices, uh, as the research is revealing itself, are screening these patients who are receiving, you know, high-dose estrogen, who are developing breast tissue, and treating them uh, just like a woman uh, would, in, we would tr- treat a woman in terms of their imaging surveillance. Okay. All right. And then, okay, I, I'm not a doctor, so I'm going to ask a stupid question here. But um, when it comes to breast density, is there anything that we need to do to take better care of ourselves so that our breasts are not so dense? Or is that just uh, how we're, that's just our DNA, you know, is that just how we're built? 
Yeah, so that's a great question. So a lot of times breast density is something that's really out of our control. Now, specifically after menopause, when our estrogen levels plummet or decrease, a lot of times that dense breast tissue is going to involute to fat. So the breast composition can often uh, change at times. So that's uh, from, you know, a dense composition to a fatty composition, particularly after menopause. So that is something to uh, remember. Uh, but we're, again, we're still studying a lot about breast density and we're finding that, you know, there is, you know, likely a, a genetic predisposition. There's a lot of wonderful research happening on breast density, particularly at Washington University in St. Louis. Researchers are really looking at this, uh, not just uh, the genetic predisposition, but also where, you know, breast, den- you know, cancers are developing in this dense breast tissue, which we're often seeing particularly in the upper outer quadrants of the breast. So, you know, specifically the best thing I think women can do is to ask, you know, what is my breast composition? What is my breast density? A lot of times women don't find out about their density until after the fact, after they've had the mammogram. And then they say, oh, I had no idea about my breast density. So it's important for women to take charge of their breast health, as I often say. If you're going in and you're having a mammogram, see what your breast density is. If you are one of those women who have what are called heterogeneously or extremely dense breasts, which is essentially just based on the amount of dense breast tissue that you have that we see on mammography. Uh, ask if, you know, does your breast center offer supplemental screening? Uh, and a lot of breast centers do. Specifically, for example, at my breast center, we offer what's something called abbreviated breast MRI, which is a truncated version of a full breast MRI uh, that patients can use as a supplemental tool at the time of their screening mammogram. They can then have a breast MRI that's an 11-minute scan uh, to make sure there's nothing else that's hiding in that sea of dense breast tissue that we may not see on mammography. So at this time, you know, the best thing for women to do is to ask. Uh, And we are here to help and to educate patients so they can make the best informed decision for themselves.